Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Fellas, I just saw a... Uh, I just saw something on Instagram. I just saw something on Instagram. Uh-oh. NFL on Fox. Something I'm thankful for here, by the way. NFL on Fox. The graphic playoff droughts. Guess who ain't on that joker? Them mm. Texans, baby. Them Texans ain't on that joker. <laughs> uh, they, they, they used to be on that about that middle row right there. Three, four seasons. Was it three seasons? Right yeah, now, 2019. Yeah. Ooh, right now, man, you got about the the, the uh, Patriots are on a playoff drought, two year playoff drought, and Colts three year playoff drought. How about them Carolina Panthers and Atlanta Falcons six year playoff drought? Denver Broncos been eight seasons. It really been eight seasons. Yeah, and they and they were always there. How about this one, boys? I had no idea it was this long. I would have lost a lot of money. The New York Jets. How long do you think it's, think it's been since the Jets been in the playoffs? About 10, 12 years. D? I was double digits. Tw- 13. 13. Mm. 13 years since the New York Jets have been to the playoffs. Been to the playoffs. Like, yeah. finished. I mean, what we get? What what we get? Uh, 14 teams get in? Uh, yeah, it's, been playoffs. That it's been that long. Huh? Yeah. Goodness gracious, man. Anyway, I'm just thankful. We're so excited about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. How Ah, about that? How about that? Think about that. That sucks. Think about that as as you watch his Achilles snap on on the the fourth play of of the season or whatever that was, man. Good gosh. All right, uh, let's talk about a a winner. Let's talk about a team that ain't on this damn list, them Houston Texans. All right, Ron, here's here's the deal with the Houston Texans. There's several layers to this, right, in in terms of of, of, like going – uh, back to look at the last time they played the Browns. I think the game is, from a schedule perspective, it's near enough in the past that we should be able to look back at it and go, hey, man, there's there's a lot to carry over. Not not like the Indianapolis Colts game we just watched where there was 15 weeks in between. No, there's three weeks in between, and there should be a lot of carryover. Um, and and I, I don't know that that is the case considering C.J. Stroud didn't play uh, this is the game that I think you mentioned where where Jonathan Grenard went out early. Jonathan Grenard um, got hurt. You know there there were anyway. There's a couple of key. Will Anderson didn't pieces. play at all. But Ron, as as we look at the Texans going into the playoffs, and the game that they had to win to get in the playoffs, and the most concerning part about how the Texans finished the season, 
They won. They're in the playoffs. We are excited as hell about that. But the truth of the matter is they gave up 220-plus yards rushing yeah. to a team that hadn't had the ability to go 220 rushing this season. It, it, it was a dominant at, a, yes. at one point of the game. I mean, at one point in the game, Jonathan Taylor averaged, I think, 12 or 13 yards a damn carry. Now, he ended up going for, I think, a buck 88 um, and and really put the hurting on the Texans in a way that, that it just hadn't happened often this year. Then you go back to the the Colts game again, which was 15 or 16 weeks ago. They ran the ball, not, not to the tune of 200-plus yards, but they ran the ball effectively against the Texans defense and I don't I keep hearing this this this, this well we ain't gonna have to worry about that this week because the Cleveland Browns don't run the football and they haven't they haven't run it well they haven't and they run didn't it in well. the first game either and 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 right the only reason I revisit the indie stuff is because the Colts hadn't necessarily ran it well either they ran it well against us earlier in the season but Jonathan Taylor hadn't been Jonathan Taylor all year long yeah. I mean, in fact, a lot of the conversations that I had about the Indianapolis Colts-Texans game was, well, you know, they, they ain't necessarily as physical and up front on the offensive side of the football as they once were. They're not as dominant. They're not as nasty up front as, as they once were. They damn sure were on Sunday. And I only say all that to say, in my opinion, the biggest concern for the Texans is that run defense. I believe a lot of what we saw from and Amari not, and not Cooper. The past, not, not no, no, look, I mean, no, no. Flacco scares me now. Flacco scares me now. But I believe, I believe that there will be the game will be different in terms of. I, I don't believe he'll just be able to throw whatever the hell he wants to to Amari Cooper and go for two fifty or whatever it was, and, and just have all the explosives that they had. I, I don't think the game's going to be that easy in the past game. I'm still concerned about Flacco's ability to stretch the field from the pocket. He's seen all the different pressures and everything you could possibly throw at a quarterback and so I, I think it's going to be a, a tough win a, a, a tough game for the Texans to win because of Joe Flacco but I think if we go in this thing sleeping like oh they ain't ran the football well we could we could have a rude awakening right and so I think D'Amico Ryan's God that would be disappointed if, if that group I'm telling you ran the ball that offensive line for the for the, the the Cleveland Browns I know they haven't ran it well hey they they ain't even made they ain't even made the run a priority since Nick Chubb got hurt if we're being completely honest hell but but it's still a, a lot of the same dudes up there. They got a lot of the same dudes. They got the mentality. I still believe this team has the ability to to be physical, be nasty, and cause problems in the run game. And so I just hope like hell D'Amico Ryans can get that run game fixed so that that's not something that we have to worry about getting us booted up out of the playoffs. Here's D'Amico Ryans uh, in, in, uh, it, it, when he was asked the question, are you worried about – your run defense after what happened in Indy. Our tackling was not good versus the Colts, and it showed up. I'm not concerned about uh, what happened there in the running game. I just know we can play better. Overall, when it comes to how we play our technique up front, starting with the defensive line, also with our linebackers and second-level defenders, like being in better position to tackle and swarming. We had one too many times where it was just one guy, and Taylor, also awesome player, and we knew it going in. Made one guy miss, and he was able to create explosives on us time after time, so we just have to be better of swarming the football, but it starts with tackling. Right, It wasn't good enough, and we have to improve it this week. Indy was able to get major push up front. The one thing that stood out to me that we haven't seen for the majority of the season out of this Texans defense was they got displaced. Like Jonathan Taylor, yeah, he made Blake Cashman miss and took it to the house. Absolutely he did. But if you watch that play, I mean, 
he could have went either direction and made Blake Blake Cashman miss right there. There was you give Jonathan Taylor that kind of space in the hole with any linebacker in the NFL nine times out of ten he's going to make a miss. So yeah, Blake Cashman's got to tackle better. Yeah, the Texans have to tackle better, but the swarm part and 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 not getting pushed around part is what is what has to get fixed sooner rather than later. You give any, I guarantee you, you give Kareem Hunt that kind of space that Jonathan Taylor had, he's gonna have a day. He's gonna have he ain't Jonathan Taylor, but he's gonna have a day. And the thing is, unlike the Colts, you know they don't they don't need to rush for one eighty eight. If they rush Come for on. you know what I mean, if they rush for one twenty. Like, that's a real problem yes. because now if you have to kind of start to bring resources to try to stop their run game because you can't just handle it, now you've got play action with Njoku and play action with, uh, with obviously, Cooper. what Amari Cooper, yeah, yeah, Cooper yeah. did to you. So that, like, they don't even need – like, the Colts needed to run the football because that was going to be a major part of their yep, offense. Yep, yep. This would just be an addition – that will cause even more issues. And you thought, like, boy, Jalen Jalen Petrie had issues with being out of position before and now let, let him think play he action, has to yeah. run up on the, the run. So that that's the other part is they don't have to be as successful. Like the, the, the Browns, the Texans need to shut the Browns run game down like they did before. Yeah. Like, because that, that would, if they have to, to honor that, like overly yeah. honor that that's such a problem for what well, it is they, good they, that they do. they've got to shut the run down and they got to get to Joe Flacco without have, without giving him uh, zero coverage and a man to man across the board and exposing your corners and your cover defenders because we saw last time that that just ain't, ain't ain't the route to go either that or them cover defenders Stephen Nelson Derek Stingley Des King and all the other guys that can end up in coverage situations, they, they got to go out there and make game-changing type of plays. Here's that—that that was D'Amico Ryan's um, in his uh, presser. This is D'Amico Ryan's from his coaches show last night answering the question: How do you fix the run defense? It's going to start up front, as I always say, and sure. I say it every week, is how we set the edges from our defensive ends. Didn't think we set the edge good enough. Uh, we were kind of running upfield to the quarterback, so there was a lot of space in our run in the uh, in the interior of our you know defensive line there. And then our linebackers, safeties, we have to swarm the football yep. and tackle it. Like, and if you have a one-on-one opportunity, right, we got to put our body on guys and wrap them up, right, and everybody else has to show up to the party. So yep. it's too many times, all right, we're one-on-one in the hole and we completely whiff. All right, we're not – we got our eyes down. We're just playing with poor technique. So we just got to get back to this week, just the fundamentals of tackling, yep. right? And it's always – you continue to harp on that, like moving forward in the playoffs. What does it take? It's going to be the team who plays sound, the team who is on their fundamentals, on their – techniques that's what's going to win in the playoffs i'm telling you man space was a problem guys were getting pushed around i mean the reality of it is yeah guys miss tackles but then big boys up front were getting pushed around for a good chunk of that football game and that has to that has to change because i i just again and i don't think d'amico ryan's and the texans are in any way shape or form overlooking the browns and the possibility that they could try to run the football I would never put it past Kevin Stefanski in this offensive line, and really the 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 identity of this team, not necessarily the last, you know, the Joe Flacco version of this team, but this team. I would never put it past them to to have a run heavy plan, uh, at least out of the gate. Especially as a contrast to what happened the last time they come played. on, man. Yeah, I mean, cause, yeah, you're right. Because even Flacco and Stefanski are like the odds of us doing that again. 
are slim to none. And they're going to play it. They're looking yeah. for it. Yeah. And, you know, can we establish the run? Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see. But to me, I'm telling you, that's, that's my biggest concern with the Texans. It, it ain't the cornerbacks. It's not Joe Flacco. It's, it, it is legitimately the run defense. If you get pushed around like that by a team that can also do what Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper did on the outside, man, it, it could be a really, really long day. So get that run, that run defense shored up. And uh, and we'll see what happens uh, after that versus the Browns. Red twenty two. Ryan, I, I always like to hear you know when the greats talk about the guys that we talk about every day. I, I like I like to hear what great coaches, great general managers, great players, former players, what they think about what's going on in Houston. And one of the greatest. One of the greatest, once again, Peyton Manning. He was uh, he was asked about C.J. Stroud, and he was asked about C.J. Stroud making his rookie year look so easy. As you know, Peyton Manning's rookie year didn't go so well. Tyler, what'd you say? He had twenty eight interceptions his 28. rookie year. Mm-hmm. Record. Um, set a record. I think at the time yeah, he, he, did. he still holds. The Does record. he still hold it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What rookie? What rookie interceptions? interceptions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was say uh, Jameis got thirty of them in that one in that one season, <laughs> um, but. Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning was asked about C.J. Stroud and specifically about C.J. Stroud making it look so easy, which to me is it's not the stats. It's not the wins. To me, if, it's, if you watch C.J. Stroud, he is doing unbelievably difficult things and making it look damn I mean, effortless 99.9% of the time. Here's Peyton Manning on uh, C.J. Stroud. I mean, I mean, C.J. Stroud, the way he's played this year, I mean, like the respect I have for his season, I can't describe it enough because of what my rookie season was like. I mean, I always say, well, it's tough being a rookie in the NFL. C.J. Stroud's like, it doesn't look that tough. It was extremely <laughs> tough for me. So, look, the game is faster. You play at Ohio State. You play at Alabama. The NFL, I mean, it's just faster. I think I made my game too fast because I said, well, the NFL is so much faster. And you know, my drops have to be even faster. And I have to go through my reads even faster. And that's not necessarily what you have to do. You just have to respect the speed of the defense and understand, hey, I just can't make that throw. I made that throw a ton and I can't make that throw, right? And that's how you prevent those turnovers. I think CJ has figured that out so much quicker than I did. It took me a whole season. I kind of figured it out my second year, right? But I had to go through that rookie year. The the way in which CJ is processing defenses and and taking the ball to the right place, um, the, the, the percentage of time that he's doing that is is it's good to hear Peyton talk about it and, and to know that it's blowing the minds of everybody, not just us that that cover uh, C.J. Stroud, Ron. But but um, you can hear it in his voice, just. And I think I I think I get that a lot from you when you're when you're watching C.J. and saying, God, how he picking this up this quick? There's just I mean even even it's like it's crazy to watch the game, Ron, and, and because it's it's not just the throw he made, like like the speed cut. Throw that he made to to to, uh, to Nico Collins to his left side, or the dig route that he threw that got the Texans down inside the ten yard line. It's not that he eventually got there and made a difficult throw while he was getting hit. It's that he knew where he would. The reason it looked so easy is that he knows where he's going before 
he ever snaps the ball. It's not like he's dropping back and going, oh, let me read this guy and see what this guy's going to do. Now, don't get me wrong. He's reading and processing. But it, it, it appears like he the conviction in which he throws the football down the field um, is is tremendous, man. It, it's it's crazy, and and that obviously is due to a crazy level of of confidence and and a crazy ability to 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 really process is is a vague term, really, if we're being honest. But but to 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 almost manipulate the defense and know where they're going to be or where they're not going to be before it ever happens. The game, like it took me, like literally the year I got cut in Dallas. To f- figure it out. Well, the game slowed down for me. Like I like literally, it, it like in the blink of an eye, I started getting reps with Jason Witten and Joey Galloway and Rocket Ishmael, and and not 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 reps like early early in my like when I started the games my rookie year in Dallas. I'm talking about like at this point I'd been there for three years and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm like, damn, this is easy. Damn that I mean that that linebacker he literally it literally looks like he's moving in slow motion compared to what was going on the first three years. When I was hell the games I started in Dallas, like I look back on it's like everything appeared like in fast forward if you're watching TV. Like it was it was wild once it slowed down. It's like CJ started his career in the NFL Ready. with with things in slow motion. Yeah. It's it's wild. Blue 80. Easy white 90. Oh man. Ron. What um how you feel about this defense? They're just pretty good. They're just so they they can be just so inconsistent. In some spots you just don't know what you're gonna get. I do feel confident that they will play better in the secondary than they did their last game. I I don't think the Browns are going to do a number on them like they did. You worried about day. Flacco? You you buying Flacco yet? Um, I mean, I I, I don't I, I buy him as somebody that gives the Browns a chance to win. I don't I don't buy him as like I don't I don't think they have the quarterback advantage in this game or anything. Um, so I I mean Joe Joe is Joe is good and has been sensational coming in, but he does not scare me. No. Well, how, how's it how's it feel for? For you to be watching them Chiefs in the first round, it's unusual. You know, used used to the old buy, but uh, all right, all right, used to all having right. a week to gather your yeah, thoughts, yeah, don't you? You know, get a week to kind of cool out. <laughs> it's all right. They got a makeshift buy last week. You know, didn't do much against the Chargers, but yeah, it's a little, it's a little strange. A little strange. I like right. that one right there. Right. Just had to do it a little different this time. That's all right. That's all right. All right, coming up. Speaking of our guy, C.J. Stroud, we'll uh, we'll hear from him as he speaks to the media. Everything has moved up, so today is the day that he goes to the podium. We'll let you hear from the quarterback coming up next right here live on The Drive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in as uh, The Drive continues to ride through. It is, uh, it, is, um, it is basically the Wednesday of a normal week. It is Sunday, or the game is played on Saturday, not Sunday. So today is when we hear from... C.J. Stroud, and uh, let's go out to NRG and hear from the quarterback. Here is C.J. Stroud as he meets with the media. Go ahead, guys. Excuse me, um, first you were playing that game, but now you are back and healthy. What do you feel like for you to grow up with the Yeah, um, they're, they're a great team. Uh, I'm excited for this matchup again. Um, I think... They're, uh, yeah, they're the number one defense for a reason. You know, they do a lot of special things. Starts up front. Uh, of course, Miles Garrett is one of the best players to ever play this game, and he proves it week in and week out. And um, their linebackers do a great job. Six is a great linebacker. He's a great player. Um, and then on the back end, they do a good job of, of having sticky coverage and things like that. So um, this has got to be on an A game, execute at a high level, and uh, I'm excited for the matchup. Uh, they said there's no difference. It's just what you make it. Um, and for me, I, I think that that's one thing that um, I can appreciate is the honesty. You know, just not blowing things up uh, with them. Like they're always going to be honest with me and not tell me something's bigger than what it is or lesser than what it's going to be. It's just football. Like just be yourself is what they always tell me. So um, I've played in playoff games before, big games, and um, the less that you put pressure on yourself, then I feel like the more you just execute and do your job, then that's when good things happen. CJ, you've had a phenomenal rookie season, but there's still some naysayers out there. What do you say to them heading into this game? Uh, say, say what you want. You know, I just, I don't know. I can't tell somebody how to feel. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, my, I do, I'm gonna do my job as best of my ability. If you like it, like it. If you don't, you don't. Most people just say stuff so to get clicks and likes, and that's cool. But um, we're the ones out there. We're the men in the arena, you know. So um, I don't really care to be honest, and I respect everybody's opinion. And whatever it is, I'll, I'll get better. Whatever you guys think I need to get better at. Uh, really, it's just ultimately what my coaches and teammates want, you know. And winning games—that's what matters. Yeah, 
past nine months and everything you've done and being able to help turn around this team in just one year. Could you just, I know you have bigger goals, but could you reflect on what you've been able to do for this team in your first year? Yeah, I really haven't put no thought to it. Um, I've kind of just gone week to week, so I don't really, I don't think I really can, to be honest. I mean, it's been cool. It's been a long, long year for me. Been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of growing, a lot of learning, not only as a football player, but as a man and as a person. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm truly just grateful and, and blessed to be in the position I am. Um, but I'll probably start reminiscing whenever. Uh, February comes around, or whenever our season ends, you know. So um, we'll see. I mean, I'm 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 blessed though, and I'm I'm really appreciative of everything that's happened to me this year. Yes, um, it's it's pretty cool. Um, definitely. Where I want to be is up there with those guys at the end of my career, and um, every year that I can go out there and prove myself and and put good things on on tape and protect the football and do things like that, and I think that's a good thing for the Texans. And um, I'm really, um, really just it's really cool to to see those great names next to mine. But I know I have a lot more to do in my career, and I want to do a lot more. So uh, my head is down, just working, and want to just do more, you know. So. CJ, on the last game-winning drive, y'all had. Yeah, Dalton is um he's a dog, man. He's a uh, a great a great player, but he's a great person. He's one of the first people that um I really like bonded with um well when I got here and he was just honest with me. Um he was probably like the the person to keep it really honest, like, this is the expectations that you'll have, bro. And I'm like, okay. So, um, I appreciate him for doing that. Um, but he's been a, he's been a very reliable target. He's somebody who knows how to get open, knows coverage. He knows, um, route depth, uh, how to manipulate somebody, how to get into a certain zone at the right time. So he's just a really smart football player. And I'm, um, really grateful to have him in my first year, you know, learning it with him. And he's going to continue to be a great player. Yeah, we are. Um, we really haven't. I mean, I haven't put any thought to it. I was more so focused on my recovery and things like that. So, um, whatever issues there were, we got them fixed, and that's really all that matters. Uh, I would say just his tenacity, like his his um he really didn't talk much, but his mentality, like when he lined up, like you can tell he really wanted to get off the ball. He really put his foot in the ground and he declared where he was going. He was when he was um jumping to catch a fade or something, he was grabbing with two hands, aggressively like, aggressively putting it away. Like just all the attention to detail, like the little things that a lot of people probably don't notice that he does on a day to day basis in his routes, um and, and Indy uh, individual drills, like those stuff come to light 
uh, when you when you line it up for real. So those are like the first things that I've seen. And then we got to play um, in OTAs. We got to like start doing seven on seven, and he um, was a lot faster than I thought. So putting it out there for him and things like that. So uh, just little stuff like that. Yeah, it was one of the first things that we actually talked about uh, when I got drafted. Um, I was in his office and he was um, going over a scripture. I don't remember what it was, but it was something um, along. I think it was about just like staying steadfast and just staying like on your course. And that just resonated into like what I was going through at the time. So it was just cool to see like a coach open about, open up about his faith, you know, and not, um, not shy away from it. So it was cool just to kind of bond over that. And, uh, we have a really similar mindsets. I feel of like how bad we want to win, how bad we, we, I mean, how hard we work. Um, the, the focus that we know that it takes to win games. Uh, we come from winning cultures and, and, and winning teams. So, uh, really, it was it was really up to us to get this team going, you know. And it's not just not on us, but uh, we're I think we're two type of people that we're gonna put pressure on ourselves uh, just to make sure things get done. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I appreciate him because he always holds me um, to a standard, and and I know I hold him to one. But he's always met that standard. I've never had to question anything. And it's been really cool to learn and, and grow with him. Yeah, we just talked about uh, this is where we wanted to be. Like when we were um, getting drafted, we talked about it. Um, we said something like when we all got drafted, we get a group chat together. It was just us, the rookies. And we were like, man, we're going to be the foundation to change this thing around and uh, hold them low. Like that, that was kind of what, what – what came to be true and of course it's not just us there's plenty of vets and guys who've been here a lot of different people who've uh held people accountable and and done their job at a, at a high level but i definitely think like the group of guys we brought in there's been times where the rookies have led you know and and i think everybody can agree with that so um it's been cool just to see like some of the things we talked about come to come to fruition Yeah, it's super cool. I can't wait to see NRG and how loud and, and excited the fans are going to be. Um, I'm really excited to play my first playoff game, of course, and it's been a goal of mine since I've been a kid. I've always watched it and things like that, like you said. So I'm really excited and, and um, just ready to roll. Last Yeah, it's been great. Um, he's he's a very positive person. Um, one thing about like just being um, in in a locker room in a, in a in a team room for the men, like you can you can sniff out when somebody's not being real. And he's just not a negative person. Just not who he is, you know. So it's not one point I've ever seen Demico really really negative. Of course, like he has times where he's mad and he's not. 
happy with the standard or what the, what we put out on the field, whatever. He holds everybody accountable, but at the same time, he does it in his way, like not trying to force being the mad guy, the angry guy. But when he needs to yell and put his foot down, he does. So um, you know that that's real when he does that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just cool to see a coach be real all the time. All right, there's the quarterback, C.J. Stroud, as he speaks to the media ahead of his first playoff game. Uh, as uh, we all know, uh, C.J. is a top commodity you want to hear from, and there is your quarterback. Coming up, speaking of top commodity, there is a uh, someone in the Texans family who is looking like he is becoming a top commodity. How serious is this? We'll discuss that coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into the drive. You just heard from C.J. Stroud as they get ready for uh, their playoff game against the Cleveland Browns. I just want to say, I heard that talked about when he was uh, he was posed the question about naysayers and uh, letting a naysayer know. We we saw that. I heard that. Uh, who are naysayers? Are, are there really naysayers on C.J. Stroud? I, I, I just, I don't. Where are they? I don't know anybody who doesn't. Like, unless you're calling a naysayer if you believe he's the best quarterback in the league and you're saying that, that he's not a believer. But No, I, I would not I would say I've, I've yet to hear anybody even doubt C.J. Stroud and, and not no, just I, con- completely stroke C.J. Stroud the way that he deserves to be stroked. I, I don't know who the— right. I don't know who the naysayer. I, I, I I'm not, I've I'm not, not heard a naysayer. No, I mean maybe especially here not of late, who's just not thoroughly impressed by what he's done as a rookie. I would love for those. I would love. I, I literally, you know, you can find them on the internet. I don't. I don't. I've not. I don't see anybody rolling through. Yo, man, C.J. Stroud sucks and, and overrated. Yeah. I don't see. I I think there's some who say, hey, let's pump the brakes and saying that you would pick him over Joe Burrow. I see some of that, but I don't think that's a naysayer. I mean, that's like, yo, let's pump the brakes. I think it's different. I, I just feel like everybody is thoroughly impressed by C.J. Stroud. Like you said, being stroked the way that he should be. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I'm okay saying that. I feel I feel comfortable <laughs> in, in saying that. Um, just came out of my mouth. I, I, I just wanna... hadn't heard a naysayer one. Yeah. I heard that, and, and he said people going to say what they're going to say. Maybe C.J. hears it. Maybe some people throw him in there. Listen, I'm not going to put it past this. There's nobody. I just I just feel like C.J.'s that dude, and everybody is starting to – and and is saying it. And in every impressed. sense of it. In yeah. every sense of it. And impressed. But speaking of the dude, the dude behind the dude is starting to get uh, interviews, a request for interviews at least. And there is – the uh, the Washington Commanders and Carolina Panthers, Clint, have uh, have requested interviews for the offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick. And, Clint, I don't think that those are going to be the last two. Um, and we see the Titans, they just uh, have an opening. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make a request 
to interview. They got to see uh, C.J. Stroud up close um, and and see what's happened in this division. Yeah. I would be surprised. D'Amico Ryan's also spoke today. Uh, he uh, he gave some of it some of his advice. He's been through this situation obviously for the last two years before taking the job with the Texans. He gives his advice that he would give to Bobby Slowick with these interviews. Yeah, my advice to Bobby is just be selective. Right, you only get one opportunity to do it. You want to make sure you're selective and you're going to, you know, if you get the opportunity, go to a place that you feel like you can be effective. All right, that, that's uh, and that is clearly, you know, what he did. Obviously, D'Amico kind of started the process two years ago and then took his name out of the hat. Yeah, uh, and then uh, was selective and found uh, the Texans where he wanted to be. Clearly, um. First and foremost, before that, because I, I think there are some people who we talked to Seth earlier, and he just he just is almost in denial of even wanting to even hear it. He don't even want to hear it. And I think there are some people who feel like maybe uh, <clears throat> this is not something that's going to potentially happen. That you know, Bobby Slowick's not going to get a job the first time out. How real do you believe this is right now? Bobby Slowick getting interviews? Are these just? interviews, hey, we want to talk to guys, or do you think there's a legit shot that Bobby Slowick moves in this hiring cycle? I think there's a legit shot that Bobby Slowick moves. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. You'll be surprised. I will be surprised if Bobby Slowick is with the Houston Texans next year. Um, When you look at the job that he's done, um, there's a few things that make him, I think, sexier than than others. Um, One... The, the tree that he comes from, that Kubiak, Shanahan, uh, Mike and Kyle Shanahan, that, that tree um, has put off several really, really, really good coaches. Um, Bobby Slowick is next in line. There's There's been a guy in Mike McDaniel that actually moved quicker than Bobby Slowick would move if he gets hired this, this year yep. and, and going straight from really an assistant to a head coach gig in, in Miami having never called plays. Yeah. And so, number one, it's 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 the lineage where he came from, I think. And number two, it is the job that he's done this year would be impressive with any quarterback, but the fact that he did it with a rookie quarterback and that rookie quarterback really from midway halftime of week two, the first game versus the Colts, they flipped the switch at that point in time and said, "We're going to be a CJ." Stroud centric football team. We're going to win and lose with CJ Stroud throwing the football, and they hadn't looked back. Um, the fact that he took a rookie quarterback and several other rookie young players that hadn't performed, like everybody on the team offensively, has upped their game under Bobby Slowick and in Bobby Slowick's offense. And so you, you talk about developing the quarterback and really developing everybody in the system. It's there's there's no way you can overlook that in what Bobby Slowick's done. Um, obviously, calling plays is a huge plus. Offensive minded head coach that's calling the plays. We've talked about that before, and that lineage. I just I don't know how much more. Like to me, another year is not going to convince me any more than I am right now. Like if Bobby Slowick stays another year and does good things with with. CJ Stroud and a healthy Tank Dell and whoever they add offensively, maybe they maybe they create a little bit more of a consistent run game and an effective run game instead of what we've seen this year. 
he's not going to be any hotter than what he is right now. The, the the headliners are still going to be the system he comes out of in that Shanahan tree and what he has done with C.J. Stroud. Those two things right now are the two biggest boxes that have to be checked for a head coach. And you look at the other offensive-minded head coaches, candidates around, right? Ben Johnson is a big one coming out of Detroit. Guess what? He's done a hell of a job. No knocking it. They have been tremendous. They've drafted extremely well, and he inherited a quarterback that had taken a team to a Super Bowl in Jared Goff. Like, I I, I just – I would say Bobby Slowick's done a more impressive job. Now, I, I think don't a know lot of people when, have him at the top. Yeah. I, look, I don't know when you sit across the table from somebody. Like, well, I don't know what that – you know, maybe Bobby doesn't have the, the that, that it factor – when you sit across the table from me, maybe Ben's more. I've not yeah, sat across Clint, the table but, from, but from Clint, Bobby. The, the it factor thing, I don't, I, I don't know how many people care about that as much anymore. Because his it fact, because his yeah. it factor is everything that you just talked about. Right. Well, no, I, I'm you just. Know, saying, I, well, I was based, I, like, I don't know who's going to win the interview. You know, who's no, going to go in there and say the right things? No, I know and, what you mean, but, I don't I, about all that. but I'm telling you right now, like based off everything that you just set it up, like come on, you've you've listened to Mike McDaniel. Mm-hmm. You think he's walking in there winning? Interviews, like there's nothing about Mike McDaniel when you talk to him. I heard him. I heard him do the. He did the halftime thing on uh, on Sunday night, and and he looked confused sitting there with the with the lady. And she's asking him a question because he goes, "Oh, you know, we just got to keep like we just got to keep um, our line good, right? <laughs> right? Is that it? Right? Like there is nothing about Mike McDaniel when you look when you listen to him and look at the things. Oh God, he's just blowing me away." What's blowing him away was his gay plan on how he how he saw he could change Tua. Yeah, the way and, the and, way and, in which and, he's and, changed and Tua. They yeah. will, and what they will do to do like it's not about winning these things. Is his thing is his his it factor is damn. Look at C.J. Stroud. His it factor is what in the hell happened to Nico Collins? Yeah. His it factor is damn. You did that with no running game. And then you said, hey, I'm going to bench the guy who almost rushed for 1,000 yards as a rookie to go with the guy that we brought in to make $1 million yep. a year to make a backup, and it's worked to that point with that offensive line? Yep. You want to run the, the ball in a certain way like they do in San Francisco? You have an offensive line that is completely the opposite of that, and yet you've made this work? I think those are going – I don't. I don't know how much of an of an interview he's got to win. Well, I, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with you, Ron. If you and I were sitting there, if we, if you and I owned a team, we want to got to sit across there. I, I don't need you to look and sound like Bill Parcells or Bill it Belichick. Used to be, it I, used to be that way. Sure, used yeah, to be that. yeah. It, it, the CEO and be presidential and all this stuff. But the reality. Let me uh, let me watch the film and see what you're capable of doing. Sit down across the table from you and feel like you can lead men at the at at the very least. And, and let's keep this thing moving. And I'm just here to tell you that what Bobby Slowick has done this year is second to nobody in terms of what a resume looks like to be a head coach. Unless there are guys out there that have already been a head coach and they're going they're, they're in this year's cycle, which I'm sure there will be some. But your offensive play callers that are in line to be the next guys, Kellen Moore, um, I saw where he, he's getting interviewed by the Chargers, right? But Kellen Moore, Ben Johnson, um uh what's what's the 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 the, the uh Callahan um you know there's a handful of guys that that are out there nobody nobody can lean into the most recent year in the NFL as a resume builder the way Bobby but, Slowick can so in your opinion is you think if Bobby Slowick 
isn't a head coach this year is because Bobby Slowick didn't want to Yep, be it's because Bobby Slowick pulled a Ben Johnson last year and said, you know what, I, I, I'm not interested in that. I do believe that. Like to, the audio you played at the beginning of this segment where D'Amico said his his advice to him is An to be coach, selective. Yep. I, now, I firmly believe that. Now, if, it, look, if there's – like if Carolina, if they're as dysfunctional as they appear and they come after Bobby, Bobby's going to probably be like, eh. I, I, I ain't. I don't want to get in owners throwing drinks on people. I, I'm not real interested in all that kind of bull jive. Um, you know, there may be some dysfunctional organizations that he absolutely runs from. But boy, if, if there's going to be what is there six, five or six right now already available, already open. Yeah. New England possibly coming next. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine there's going to be one or two of those that he's going to have a hard time turning down. Well, we got some hating ass people. Some of y'all talk about me. I'm a hater. Some hating ass people out here on Bobby Slope. What's Bobby Slope without C.J. Stroud? Beating the Tennessee Titans on the road in a must-win game with Case Keenum and no Nico Collins and no Tank Dale. At- uh. Let me stop. Let me stop here. Let them know. Here. All right, coming up, 5 o'clock fire. We'll get you the injury report right now and some news with the Browns as well. And a couple of uh, big, big stories coming around the league, including something that could be effective to the playoffs in the AFC. We'll discuss that coming up next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.